I don't want to go crazy on the clip drops, otherwise Walt is going to go find my butthole. Oh, I know he's going to seek it out, seek and destroy that butthole with his heat-seeking, <laughs> ass-destroying missies. His, he- his headless mummy will rise from its tomb. <laughs> <laughs> and just, just... Just go, just go absolutely bananas on that butthole. <laughs> I'm going to start clowning around on your brown... <laughs> On your brown round. round and brown clown town. around on your brown round. <laughs> on your brown and round. <laughs> I'm ready to brown down if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> oh God! Long ago in a distant land. Everybody, welcome! It's Saturday morning Tuesdays, and my name is Sheldon Cooper, and I have a PhD. Oh, oh no! <laughs> oh, I, Andy, I fucking told you I didn't want to be Sheldon's. I didn't want to be Sheldon's. <laughs> We're Sheldon's. Just fucking eat my slop and be a Sheldon. I'm Austin, and mm? I'm, not, I'm for the record mm? not not Sheldon. Mm? And, uh, Bazinga, I'm Sheldon. <laughs> okay, wait, I have a good idea. Rory, you can be young Sheldon, and Austin, why don't, why don't you just you be... You can be Grandpa Sheldon, or Grandpa Sheldon. <laughs> oh, and Grandpa Sheldon is good, too. You Every single Sheldon. episode, we've done 120 fucking episodes of this show, and I have yes-handed every single one of your stupid things, but I am not gonna be Sheldon. I can't be Sheldon. I can't do a Sheldon. Uh, okay, Austin is pl- Austin. Why don't you just be Jim Parsons locked in, locked in the, on the TV set, and they won't let him leave. Locked, tracked by Jigsaw. <laughs> and every now and again, he almost gets out, and they hand him an Emmy, and he, he stays. <laughs> Jigsaw's like, you have to do a Sheldon. You have to do a Sheldon, do a bazinga for me. Bazinga for Jigsaw. Do a bazinga for Jigsaw. <laughs> oh, that is humorous. <laughs> As Sheldon would say. Oh, man. Okay, okay. This is going to be a weird one, isn't it? <laughs> All right, so we are on. We're on week two. We're on week two of our of our March Madness, and uh, we could think of none other than classic sports fan Sheldon to to help us. <laughs> oh no! Help us really get through this episode. Uh, what God. do we watch, guys? What do we watch this week? Well, you know, no discussion of sports is going to be complete without bringing in the mascot of sports, Sport Billy. Sports Billy. <laughs> <laughs> so we watched an episode of a show from called the, Sport Apparently Billy. the planet of the sports. <laughs> he comes from yeah. the planet Olympus to bring good sportsmanship to Earth. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we watched that. We watched, we watched one episode of that. And then, you know, we watched another episode. But getting more specific, this is about one specific, very real and very legitimate sport called uh, professional wrestling. And we watched Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling. God, and uh, did. Boy, boy, howdy. This was a <laughs> this was a fun crop today. Uh, but I think I think we realized that, you know, that there's a couple heavy hitters we want to make sure we do during our uh, March Madness thing. And we wanted to hit these first because they were on the list and you can't end with Sport Billy and Hulk Hogan. No. Also, let's uh, be clear. The list of sports related cartoons is a bad list. It's really it's, they <laughs> haven't done a good job at this ever, except maybe <laughs> in Japan. I think. Yeah. Anime is really the only place where sports-related cartoon content actually excels. Otherwise, America has a terrible track record with this shit. Yeah, and they won't let me talk about it uh, unless we're sort of doing, unless we're really doing anime. I can't. You talk watch your about fucking anime. mouth there, Buster. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so I won't tell you all about the the 
the legions of about your best friend the prince of tennis (laughs) (laughs) i won't i won't tell you about that i won't tell you about girl got game the cross-dressing okay slow down slow down slow down (laughs) no i won't tell you any of those things but uh but yeah american or european or whatever like english language cartoons about sports in general pretty slim pickings so here we go we chose these to watch and uh wow it was really fun uh, and I mean, Bazinga was really fun. Sorry. Sorry. Oh. You have to do the Bazinga. <laughs> do it for me. <laughs> do you want to play a game? Say the Bazinga for me. Say the Bazinga. <laughs> <laughs> My granddaughter is here and she loves it when you say Bazinga. Um, <laughs> I am I'm Jigsaw's granddaughter. Uh, we, <laughs> Jesus Christ. This is this is this is hell. I think it's time that we sport right in. I don't like it. Right in. Will. You don't like that? I, I can't please you. This is your bit. You do it. You fucking do it. <laughs> Let's dive right in. <laughs> wow. Wow, that is better. You're a new from another planet. Welcome to my game. You have one option. You have to either gnaw, gnaw your own legs off at the at the nub, or you can say a bazinga for daddy. You can say a bazinga for jigsaw. You can do a great joke. Do my favorite episode. Do a good jigsaw bazinga. God, uh, fuck. That's that's the best we're gonna get. Um, <laughs> this you is maybe. We we start our March Madness, our second round bracket. Um, is that I don't know. Let's I mean, we're not. not really we're not really pitting these shows against each other. No, we're not. We're we using could. We could. March we could, as we could a, sports. a winner. It, we, yeah, but it's not so much a bracket as it is. Well, just <laughs> you know, who's not going to win is Sport Billy. Uh, our no. first show, Sport Billy. Uh, <laughs> this is a cartoon from 1980. It mm-hmm. is um, from Germany or made for Germany. Yeah, it was made for Germany by Filmation. Um, okay, which is an American American company. Yeah, I believe they're an American company out of California or were. Right. I don't know. If they, I don't think they're still around. They're you know just like all animation companies, they just sort of got gobbled up by bigger companies and sort of sunsetted as time went along. Right, and that uh, Filmation was also run by Lou Scheimer, who mm-hmm. uh, is also known for uh, famously for doing He Man. A lot of like He-Man and, and some some classic stuff in the 80s. Uh, and Sport Billy, I boy, I kind of <laughs> wish it actually had been made in Germany because that might excuse some of the quality of this show. But uh, it's it's pretty bad. Um, well, <laughs> I mean, to, to give it a little bit of credit, this is one of the older shows we've watched on this podcast. Sure. Uh, 1980 is pretty early in terms of the the weird shit we normally consume. I mean, the Hulk Hogan show we also watched this week came out in 1985. Most of the things that we've really enjoyed have come out after 1987. So this is this is still a lot closer to the Scooby Doo era than it is to anything else. So totally, totally. But uh, <clears throat> Sport Billy, I noticed it. I came across Sport Billy first and just sort of looking for theme songs and. <laughs> I don't know. You, you you click on a you click on a sport, Billy. I love the incredible backflips you do to get your points in. <laughs> you know, I if you can do a backflip, you got to find the inroads to talk about something. <laughs> and in this case, we're going to talk about how cool I was in finding this. And uh, yeah. it it I guess it drew my attention because the whole theme is that he's a hero from another planet. And he's come to save Earth with good sportsmanship. <laughs> and he has a magic bag full of sports equipment. And his name is Sport Billy. And Sport, Sport Billy. It's <laughs> such a bad name. <laughs> yeah. God, um, it's, it's like it's like it's like naming yourself like Wizard John. 
It's just so weird. It's like a thing I am and a, and like the most generic possible first name. Uh, well, the thing yeah. I am is not sport, so it's even <laughs> sillier. <laughs> Uh, it's based on it's based on comics. I think there are comic strips or something. Uh, and also, at one point, FIFA used Sport Billy as a mascot to promote good sportsmanship. Uh, so I don't know. He's big <laughs> in Europe, big in Europe with the sport kids. Um, yeah, it's worth mentioning that his kind of his ace in the hole is a magic bag that he got from his planet, and I guess he got from his mentor Sporticus. Uh, that is, it's. This this magic bag is called the Omni Sack, and the Omni Sack. <laughs> there is an episode in the list of twenty six episodes they made called "Power of the Omni Sack," and <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, that's yeah, really funny. Uh, something else I want to point out that's that's neither here nor there, but uh, just made me smile is that apparently in the in the canon of Sport Billy, the planet Olympus is. Another one of these counter Earths that's just yeah. like an Earth hiding on the exact opposite side of the sun, just like fucking mm-hmm. Reptilon from Dinosaurs. Yeah, like a popular debunked theory. Yeah, <laughs> but I guess maybe Billy comes from Reptilon. Maybe that's maybe that's the the deepest lore here is that is that he shared the planet with the Dinosaurs. Yeah, there's uh, just a similar planet we're just never seeing it because that dang old sun's always in the way. <laughs> Get out of there, sun. <laughs> I want to see my dinosaur friends and or sport gods. <laughs> um, so uh, the other Billy has two other companions when he travels kind of. through time and space. Yeah, kind of a girl named Lily and a talking dog named Willie. And mm-hmm. they're mostly nothing. I'll give um, them this. I never forgot the characters names because when yeah. you got Billy, Willie and, and Lily, that's the names. Those are all the names that end in Illy. I couldn't remember if it was Millie or Oh, that's, Lily. Sh- that's right. There is another one. Damn it. Yeah, <sighs> there's a few options. And then we have our villain, who is the evil queen, Vanda, and mm. her henchman, Sipe. Sipe? Yeah. Why Sipe? Sipe? I don't know. And I really, again, I really was prepared to uh, soften a lot of my critique because it was like, well, it's it's from it's European. It's from Germany, but it's not from Germany. We made it. <laughs> god i don't know i mean we should we should get into talking about the actual yeah episode okay and, and so, so i picked this episode because they're actually in english what's available are like two other ep- there's like one mm. or two other episodes available so we don't have a ton to pick from as what's actually available on the internet um it was this and it was like the taj mahal mystery and i was like ah, i don't really want to see how they handle that so <laughs> Um, I mean, I'm like looking at their their episode list and it's like trouble in Tokyo and Mexican holiday and Chinese Oof. puzzle. And I'm like, I oh, boy. This, yeah, that's not going to be it's not going to give the I benefit think. of the doubt, but I don't think they'd earn it. No. Um. So we are doing an episode called Joust in Time uh, or possibly also titled Sports of the Roundtable, because the episode has one title and. The listings has another. So, yeah, it's not like they're doing a Bullwinkle thing where there's two titles. It's like there's just confusion about what the actual title is. Right. So tell me tell me what's in this episode. Okay, here we go. When a football coliseum in Madrid is erased from existence, Sport Billy discovers that Vanda has traveled back in time and imprisoned Merlin the Magician in a crystal. (laughs) That's really funny because it doesn't connect those two thoughts. No, it doesn't. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, and not that the show really does much more to oh no connect no. to those either. But uh that's what we got. Uh this is wild. This is crazy. Um I mean we find out off the bat, Sport Billy and his, his forgettable friends go to Spain and are watching a soccer game. It's and, the World Cup. Oh, is it the World Cup? Okay. Yeah, and somehow uh, Billy just walks up without a ticket and just gets in. <laughs> He's I thought Billy was just explaining what the World Cup was. Was I supposed to infer that he was mm. at the World Cup? I don't know. I inferred that, but maybe I was wrong. I, I'll be the first to admit that I can be wrong, but not Sheldon. Sheldon would never be wrong. <laughs> Andy oh. could be wrong. I just want you to know, I wanted you to know the difference. Sure. Well, either way, Vanda hates it. Vanda, <laughs> in her, like, 
space station or something um, is real cranky at people having a good time. And by proxy soccer, which I guess <laughs> makes people have a good time. She hates all sports, <laughs> specifically <laughs> soccer. And she asks her computer when soccer was invented. To the best of our knowledge in the time of King Arthur at Camelot. It was one of his favorite sports. Because <laughs> it was King Arthur's favorite sport. Soccer <laughs> was King Arthur's favorite sport. Um, real, real historical figure, King Arthur. Um, loved that dang sport. God, why are, why are cartoons and kids media so horny for just completely misleading little kids into thinking King Arthur was real? Like, yeah. they're, they're going back in time. They specifically give like 940 AD. This dude... Was Merlin's not real, kids. This isn't real history. If you did a CNN poll of the country right now and just oh like God, asking the all. general populace and like, was, was Merlin, Merlin real? real? <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to be zero and 100 percent. Like it's it's oh. going to be a mix. And you oh don't like God. that. But it's true. <laughs> you hate to see it. <laughs> God. Uh, uh, so essentially her logic is if she goes back in time to stop King Arthur, she can uh, stop soccer from existing. And Sport Billy? Oh, no. What she says is, I shall rid myself of Sport Billy and soccer in one stroke. <laughs> and I love the way she says Billy. She's great. <laughs> it's like shaka. Oh no, one day we will have to watch Biscuits. We'll have to watch Biscuits and the Wasteful King Max from Biscuits. Um, (laughs) But uh, let's talk voice acting really quick since we pivoted to it. Um, Mm, Do we have Vanda's fine. Sport Billy is a victim of nepotism. Oh, such Um, nepotism. He is a bad voice actor. Yeah, he's not good. I it's I mean, it's entertaining to listen to in a in a way of that. It's entertaining to hear bad things. <laughs> Bazinga. But he's he's not a good actor. Soccer's a game that calls for lots of coordination and cooperation to make it work. Uh, and this actor in question is uh, what is it? Lane Shimer. So it's Lou Shimer's son. Yeah. Um, And his whole family is basically doing the voice work for this show. <laughs> What a there are several project. Shimers. Yeah. Yeah. Several sh- three, a, a band three of Shimers. Shimers. Yeah. A whole <laughs> band of Shimers, uh, n- you know, nepotisming their way into uh, the, the entire voice. It's it's like them and Frank Welker basically doing. Yeah. Doing this show. Um, but he's just in there for a dash of of uh, of clout, you know? Yeah. Right. Uh, I want to I want to really like very quickly. I want to talk about the theme song. Um, because I mean, you've already heard it, but it's it, it it I don't know. It's really it's really energetic, and it kind of is a weird bop. Like it's kind of fun, but I did want to just a really brief, weird little music note, which is that it, it's normally the it's B like sharp? a whole <laughs> yeah the B sharp. Uh, I, no, no, but it was do you the get B it? Flat. it? I do get it. I get it. It's uh, a weird little music note. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like this, the whole song is kind of like standard one, four, five situation. But at the very end, they do this little tag where it jumps to a major six chord. And honestly, I was reaching for things to to like about this show. And I like the way that song ends. It surprises me and kind of is fun. Uh, if we didn't already hear it, I'll play it now. Just a chord. You're just going to drop a chord like a, like a voice clip. <laughs> Hey, she's such uh, a dweeb. Here's a chord. Boop. I think listeners will remember last episode when I called out Andy for commenting on YouTube videos for uh, fil- for music composition. Uh, this is the kind of shit. This is the kind of shit I'm talking about. God damn um, it. He's dumb for liking things. <laughs> uh Okay, I want to talk a little bit about the uh, sort of aggressive and purposeful sexism in this show. Uh, yeah, vis a vis Lily, it's mm-hmm. really weird. I I norm I, I was kind of just thinking it was going to be that normal uh, '80s like slow burn in the background sexism, like oh yeah, we threw a girl character in and she gets to do her thing or two. But there's a point where I think where 
where they're like they're getting approached by a knight on a horse and lily says what do we do correction what do i do yeah (laughs) i think we're supposed to give it like cut it some slack uh like i think we're uh, rather i think that they're trying to play off of sibling rivalry but it doesn't like it doesn't work i don't think they're siblings okay well they i i think when you have billy willie and and lily there's an Mm -hmm. assumption that there's kind of a familial like you're not wrong they might not be but there's there's the feeling that he's traveling with his little sister whether it's literal or or implied i get what you're saying yeah i and i it just doesn't work, man. No. You, you have to you have to see them con- you have to see them in other contexts to allow for that kind of that kind of rudeness. Yeah. Well, well, it's more present at the very end when Billy's getting knighted and it's like you become <laughs> Sir Billy, Sir Sport Billy, and then the dog gets knighted the and then they just move on. <laughs> the girl just stands there as they just sort of like nobody addresses. It's like. Yeah, we'll knight the boy, we'll knight the dog. I think they're just trying to take a dig at Star Wars and give the dog a medal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it just, it's so funny, especially immediately having followed Billy saying, not just me, your majesty, it was all of us. A team effort. And then two out of three of them get medals and one's the dog. Like, uh, Yeah. <laughs> uh, I find it, I find it interesting, or early in the show, before I... I, I found this show so completely unwatchable in every way, uh, <laughs> but I was I was momentarily lulled into thinking it was going to do something neat. Uh, we meet Sir Gawain, which is kind mm. of an Arthurian romance deep cut, and I was like, yeah. okay, let's see where this one's going. It's, it's not it's not Lancelot. No, no, that new movie coming out with Dev Patel, the Green Knight, that looks fucking awesome. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, a totally. Sir Gawain. Exactly, yeah, Gawain and the Green Knights. Uh, a pretty famous, a pretty famous uh, story. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, but no, they don't. They go nowhere, and no. and they 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 like they show us this like fancy knight on a horse. But they also when we when the first time we go back in time and we see Vanda like you know has already captured King Arthur. King Arthur's just like his character design is out of a Wizard of Id. Like yeah. he looks like a tiny, short, weird little dumpy dude. Like. Like, he's supposed to be the big hero. They are not heroic looking. No. Uh, and, like, she's trapped She's trapped Merlin in a crystal, but, like, she's also shrunk him. So, like, the crystal's, like, the size of a soccer ball, which I wish that they'd played soccer with it now that I said that out loud. But soccer doesn't enter into this until the very end. It's like they forget the soccer plot exists until the very end. Yeah, we um, are. We are kind of like zero for threes on... Uh sports shows that <laughs> have actual sports happening in them <laughs> i know i'm waiting i'm waiting for it to happen but it definitely doesn't in this well, one. well sports and i mean in a way i get it because sports are like narrative poison <laughs> but, <laughs> clearly but you've like, never watched a sports anime okay okay right. Do, no, we have no to, don't okay okay no? <laughs> we've seen you show you've bared your fangs and hissed <laughs> <laughs> now the anime cat has to go inside. <laughs> um, I was also momentarily intrigued by uh, the sort of temporal distortion that happens in the in the beginning of this show, where mm. Vanda has gone back and we haven't seen what she's done yet, but the soccer field starts to vanish, and then the entire city morphs and changes into a different design. Yeah. And I was I was intrigued that they actually went in that direction in sort of like a speculation of what what world what the world would look like without soccer. Um, <laughs> and I guess without with a different ending of King Arthur um, in a in a modern cartoon, I would have wanted them to do that trite thing where they like they sh- they go across the world and like, oh, and here's France. And oh, no, France without soccer. And oh, no, here's whatever. And then they cut to America and nothing changes. <laughs> 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 but no no they just show us they just show us madrid which is which is cool i like i like that they didn't just have the stadium disappear which would have been the right. easy answer but right like, they yeah, changed the whole city's different yeah yeah it makes it makes sense in a butterfly effect sort of way but i you know, i, I well madrid that. was famously built by a living soccer ball <laughs> 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 fuck you Rory. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh god that's funny um i uh i'm trying to think if there's anything noteworthy to talk about i mean we ha- we did mention the omni sack but i want to point out the fact that that billy's mary poppins bag is not he, he pulls it out of his pants pocket and it's the size of like a barbie doll handbag it's like a keychain yeah and then it expands i i like that the like the coolest like the coolest claim to fame billy has sport billy has is complete sport billy sir sport billy is so (laughs) completely removed from the from the topic of sports that what his biggest his best like his biggest his biggest hit is that he's got a a a car that grows and shrinks (laughs) that's right he's got a toy car and he can like pop a car out of his pocket and fucking rock and roll he should be called yeah. Car Billy. <laughs> <laughs> or at least just Bag Billy. The bag's right. Here comes Bag Billy. Oh, Bag Billy. <laughs> bag Billy and his Omni sack. Whoa, Bag Billy. Bam Billy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, yeah, I don't know. The, the, villain, the villain is just kind of a, a paint by numbers. She's got a yes man henchman. Yeah, she's a scenery chewing witch who just hates sports, and I can relate honestly. <laughs> I'm a I'm a witch who hates sports. Yeah, but it's not played for laughs. It's it's not fun. This this no. show was just truly atrocious. Yeah, they do a lot of like weird under like under shots of like low angles of of Vanda, and it seems to sort of like accentuate her bosom a lot because uh, she's got a she's got like. It's not like they're bearing her whole chest or anything, but like surprised me for a 1980 kids cartoon. Like they they seemed to zoom in on it a I, lot. I, the truth is, at this point, I no longer even notice when old cartoons are a little <laughs> lecherous. It's got to be really grotesque now to catch my eye. God, I know. There's a baffling moment where Billy has gone through the castle and found his way to Merlin trapped in a crystal. And he walks up and he just says, now that's what I call a spell. <laughs> and I would like to know what that means. I don't know if What's you can figure joke? it out. What is oh, the joke sh- about that? Well, let's go ask. Let's ask Sheldon. Let's ask the joke machine. <laughs> let's. Oh, 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 we have to. We have to. Before we finish talking about Sport Billy forever and always. Uh, and never come back. <laughs> Before those, uh, before those names never, never again be are uttered from our mouths. <laughs> before that happens, we have to talk about the actual like song that slaps that the sailor says in the end here. Um, they, they, the, the episode finishes, and it's like we cut to a music video where clips from the episode play underneath Billy and Lily like playing guitar and singing this new song. Which I guess is kind of like an ending theme, but there's no credits rolling. We're just supposed to, supposed to enjoy it like a music video. Yeah. So I think it's it, they're trying to do like the theme of this week was teamwork. So here's kind of a song that relates to teamwork. Mm-hmm. Kind of in a, uh, a kid video sort of way. Like this is the new music video per episode. But I don't about know. Sports. Every episode is about teamwork. I yeah, I would agree unless it's golf. Uh, which there are some. <laughs> Damn you, golf! The selfish sport, <laughs> the most selfish sport, for many reasons, actually. But actually, the song slaps. I'm gonna play a little clip of it. It's really good. Yeah. You and me, we can make it. We can make it together. I think it's the same. I think it's. It almost feels like it's the same song, just like re-instrument, like different instrumentation. And different lyrics, but it's like the exact same chord progression. I don't really know what's going on. Oh boy, he's going off on these chords (laughs) again. (laughs) Oh, you can't, you can't put me in a prison, Jigsaw. You gotta let me, you gotta let me have this. (laughs) Your torture is complete for Sport Billy. (laughs) Now you must watch a new show. Oh, but before that, we're we're gonna be back after these messages. Hey, Andy. What? Can you tell us about our brand new sponsor? Uh, This is one I'm really excited about. Uh, Can you tell us about uh, the new video game? Uh, Can you tell us about Captain Sully Simulator? I'm sorry, what did you say? Can you tell us about Captain Sully Simulator? Captain Sully Simulator? Is this a reference? Yeah, you know Captain Sully. 
I don't know Captain Sully. It's not the, I'm the cap. I'm the captain now. No, no, that's a different I, Tom I Hanks captain no movie. <laughs> I have no idea who Captain Sully is. Captain Sully Sullenberger. He's the hero pilot who landed the airplane that had the geese in it. I thought that was the Denzel Washington movie Flight. That's a different movie. About a different <laughs> captain. It's a different captain. About is but this... it's about landing. It's about landing an airplane pretty well though. Yeah. That's an entirely different movie. You're telling me there's two entirely different movies about landing a planet pretty, landing a plane pretty good. <laughs> no, is it was this the real one about story. five teens who use rings to combine into Captain Sully? Is that the one it, that it is? No, no. This is a is a real event that then became a Tom Hanks movie, and it's not the Tom Hanks Captain movie that you're thinking of. I have never heard of this fucking movie, and you are blowing my mind. It's a film, Sully. When did this come out? 2016? It's not exactly topical, Austin. I, I, but he's eternal. <laughs> <laughs> he lit it that plate so good. <laughs> he lit that plate so good when the birds went in. <laughs> if you think about how great the miracle of flight is, like that we have achieved it at all. The movie with Denzel Washington? That we have so many movies about <laughs> just no longer flying them. It's kind of wild. <laughs> all right, we landed it. The most is the least interesting part of taking a plane to somewhere. Hey, Andy. What? Can you tell us about our new sponsor? Uh, it's a video game. It's our new okay. sponsor. It, this is called. This is called going on the internet simulator. Going on the internet simulator. I you were gonna say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, just want to pop in here again uh, for our fancy dancy mid-roll credit sequence where uh, we are talking about Patreon and mm -hmm. all the sort of fun ways to find us and to connect with us. Uh, first off, it is kind of exciting that we are finally on Spotify. You've waited patiently. <laughs> you've used other apps that you don't like as much. So we can finally say that we are basically available wherever you can get a podcast. Uh, we're yeah. there, including Spotify. So uh, give us a follow if you'd like, if that's your method of choice. Uh, uh, look us up. Yeah. We've had some new patrons join us in February. So we'd like to uh, shout out those wonderful people who have joined us. Um, and those three people are Jordan, Dylan, and Will. So thank you so much to all three of you. And wow. And, and I think it bears special, uh, a special... Uh, Qualified thank you to Jordan, who who did not spend that money on baby food this month. <laughs> that has a brand new child, a brand new mouth to feed, and he is already squandering it on, squandering his money on podcasts. <laughs> Gotta love it. Love to see it. Yeah, um, so we really we really appreciate your 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 patronage, and we'll be we'll be eating your money. Very we'll be soon. reporting you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, and there's one other thing that we should say, which is that uh, if you're already a subscriber at our $5 level or above, you should have access already to our new bonus content that we just put out, which is sort of a, a, a lost, not lost, but, you know, something like that extra episode of Poke Clones, our arc that we did earlier. We did another extra one just for Patreon. Uh, and if that sounds interesting to you and you want to listen to a some exclusive content, then you should jump over to our patreon.com slash Tuesdays and check that out. You know, we deliberated like, so th there's, an, there's an odd line when when our show is the, the content we make and then the content you support. And it's like, if, if we wanna do extra things for you, are we intentionally making more show to not put on our show? It's 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 an odd it's an odd place to find yourself, and so I think what we came to, at least for this first one, and, and perhaps with others, 
is a way that it can be a little more experimental, a little less, a little bit less beholden to the confines of, uh, of the show proper. And also maybe be a little bit more like extra credit than an actual assignment for us and yeah. for you. It, it, it's, we don't feel that the Poke Clones arc is hurt by not having experienced this. Yeah, But that totally. being said, it was fun and should be yeah. considered bo truly bonus content. Yeah, I think I think the distinction is that we we made the Poke Clones arc that we set out to make. Later exactly. on, we we thought, hey, there were probably a couple other, you know, there was probably another option of things that we could have watched. Wouldn't that be kind of fun for a Patreon episode? You'll never worry that Patreon content is is where the best episodes are living. It might exactly. be if, if if there's a case where if everything is an Azure Lane, then the best stuff might be behind the paywall. Oh no, we, you said the name of the show out loud. <laughs> Oh, well, no. If we've said it, You've then yeah. You've spoken it into the world. The most important aspect, I think, is that, yeah, we watch a show where ladies are boats. So uh, <laughs> you can collect them, I guess, if you want. <laughs> why and that's you know so that's how you that's why captain america could never win in a fight against the hulk that's <laughs> i'm just for telling I'm just, me young sheldon young just explaining shit i'm just explaining pop culture to you and then we'll play the laugh track over it and it'll, it'll work we'll fix it in post Okay, you guys. So we're back. We're back. We're back, and we watched uh, Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling. We watched an episode called "The Four Legged Pickpocket." And I know what you're thinking, guys. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> How on earth could a pickpocket have four legs? Is this some kind of centaur? <laughs> I was thinking that, but it's close because a horse shows up and causes trouble for the wrestlers. Is the synopsis of this one? <laughs> never read a better synopsis than that <laughs> i just oh. what happens in this episode okay you're pitching this episode to me in the writer's room what happens in this one uh this hulk hogan episode oh uh, a horse shows up <laughs> <laughs> that's and we're not that's not really uh leaving a whole lot out no no, so I I <laughs> absolutely loved hulk hogan's rock and wrestling this oh my gosh. and and there was there was a there was a thing that I loved most about it that in all of its absurdity in and uh, in, in how completely cartoonish it is, it, it starts from a premise of already like real life cartoon characters. These, you know, these pro wrestlers. Yeah. Right. I kind of buy into if there was a house full of Hulk Hogan and his friends that this is sleeping and shit that would happen together. that these yes. that these people that these people are so woefully unequipped to like solve real crimes <laughs> they have to and live they in like really a do their best for man child wrestlers <laughs> and they really do their best to stumble through and like we're just uh. pro wrestlers we're not the police but uh we'll we'll <laughs> I'll help you out. <laughs> it's, it's a it's truly oh, a better pro star. Incredible. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, in the same way that a child's imagination of how their favorite well, it's a stretch to call them athletes, but the idea is that like, yeah, I, I'm sure like Andre the Giant and Hulkster all just sort of like brush their teeth together and live in bus beds. <laughs> and then they get up and they do a wrestle. And oh my god, this the scene where they all go into the same bathroom and brush their teeth. <laughs> it's so funny, you guys. Andre the Giant with his giant ham hands splashes <laughs> splashes toothpaste all over uh, one of the other wrestlers, and then in a pretty funny in a pretty funny framing gag, reaches over and like wets his toothbrush with the toothpaste from the guy's face. Oh, that's good toothpaste. It's it's. <laughs> 
I was so um, taken aback by how genuinely funny this cartoon was. This show, um, yeah, oh. it's a jam. It came out in 1985. Uh, this is right in the middle of that time where you could just get a cartoon based on the merit of being famous. And yeah. not your character, but you as a person. And and I love I mean, I it was a it was a simpler time. And I and, do enjoy yeah. Well, and with all of its japes too, I want to give it a little bit of uh honest props, cause like this show is probably twenty years ahead of its time when it comes to uh its treatment of an Asian American character. Oh my god. So She's real. Normal talking. She the actress couldn't say her own name, the character's name. She really she, Yeah. But other than that, other than that, it was uh pretty purist. Well, it was a very diverse cast that didn't yeah. have a lot of um hammy stereotype content. It was just No, man. It's a bunch of wrestlers and they're all Well, in as much as the actual WWF had yeah. hammy Yeah, yeah right. The wrestlers content. are yes. a little bit stereotypy, but I think it's in good fun if you appreciate wrestling. Right. Yeah, but and, like, and they since they were they real people get... Yeah. And like there they didn't is get a, a white guy to voice Junkyard Dog. They got Uncle Phil, you know? Right. Like, and Brad Junkyard Garrett is Dog. Hulk Hogan. Yeah, Brad Garrett from Everybody Loves Raymond. <laughs> <laughs> Brad Garrett does a pretty good Hulkster. Oh my God. I really quickly I have to give a little props. So I I had no idea about the existence of this show. I don't know if you guys did, but my uh my Gen Xer friend slash coworker, Eric Westra. Uh, clued me in when I was telling him about our podcast. He was like, and that we were maybe doing sports shows. He was like, oh, you know what I liked when I was a kid was Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling. <laughs> and so much makes sense about my friend Eric now, now that I've seen this. Does he I go around this... biting butts? <laughs> he does not <laughs> bite butts. On wanna... Look, Eric does not bite butts. I want to, I want to make, well, I don't know, at least in public. I don't know what, I don't know what he does in private, but. <laughs> yeah. Behind closed doors, he's a real horse in the bedroom. <laughs> oh shit okay okay so i uh there's there's any number of reasons to love this show uh first and foremost though obviously you've probably already gotten the vibe that this show takes it this show does not take itself seriously even in the slightest um but what i think is fascinating and maybe part of the reason that the show ended up so good is that it is co-created by the exact same like duo that made Inspector Gadget. Oh, well, and, okay. and the the fact that it doesn't take itself seriously is a is a funny li- is an interesting line when you're dealing with again these real life human cartoons. Mm-hmm. Totally, so it's like, it it can be silly and it can also still treat the characters like a little bit honestly. Hmm. Yeah, it was pretty funny uh, the well, whole way through. It's interesting to compare this to another show that was around the same time. Similar kind of show was Chuck Norris Karate Commandos. And Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. when you look at the theme song for Chuck Norris Karate Commandos, the whole cast is full of really kind of horrible stereotypes. Yes. And um, a, a lot of like, yeah, it's it's rough and it looks really bad. And. This this does again, this does a lot better by pulling in real wrestlers. And that said, it's about the lowest effort intro you could possibly do because it's I a couple it, I liked shit. it. I liked the theme song. The song well, was well, great. The, yes, but the song is just they grabbed the song that was Hulk Hogan's theme song in the 80s. I thought it might have been. I didn't I didn't have a chance to double check, but it he was, had, like, it, was yeah. a little, it slapped a little bit. And I was it, like, it wouldn't it definitely wasn't written for this show. It yeah. was not written for the show, and most of, I would say, half of the intro is just stock footage of WWF Hulk Hogan. <laughs> like, right, it's just right, live-action right. footage they already had that they slapped together. One of the shots in the intro is, like, a four-second-long still frame of the cartoon Hulk Hogan smiling but at the camera. But it doesn't lazily use uh, live-action in the show. Just the no, no, song, no, not which at I can all. live with. Yeah, yeah. I just think it's funny that they spent no... You know, like it's the it's the classic don't judge a book by its cover, because if all you watched was the intro to this show, you'd assume it did not slap even the slightest. Sure. But this just slapped me around. Bazinga, yeah. bazinga, Sheldon, bazinga. Joke, joke, and I, joke. And I loved so, it. So. Uh, basically, the the beginning, the teaser for this is Hulk is just doing some wrestling and there is this girl in the stands and she gets a stinky look from some goons Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then she books it 
and she runs out and the goons chase after her. And then we see that she's now on a horse and riding away from the goons on a horse. And <laughs> really, they really take their time on explaining the girl, the horse, this entire crime subplot. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I agree. I was really kind of caught off guard by like, did I miss an explanation <laughs> of why they are after this girl and the horse? I'm so used to not. these shows just handing me everything on a plate at the beginning and letting me exactly. eat it like a like a little like a like a pig over the course of 20 minutes. But yeah. like they made me wait for it. I was very and, yeah, very and that's cool. what I what I went to when I was like, I kind of believe it's obviously cartoonish, but I believe the events in a cartoon like in a in a in a dramatized way. This is kind of like what would happen. If Hulk Hogan and his friends had to solve a real crime with real bad guys. <laughs> it's so true. Um, oh, but, but the first, I mean, the first third or half of this episode is just horse pranks. The Hulkster it's just the trying to get rid of a horse, trying to get breakfast. It's the Hulk and all of Hulk's roommate friends trying to eat breakfast. They want to get 16 pancakes per but, person, and they're having a hard it, time. There's a horse here. There's a horse here. God damn it. We got to get rid of the horse before we could eat breakfast. There's the a knock. just causing so many troubles. There's a knock on the door in their like group hostel. And <laughs> and it's just a horse. And there's the line. Yo, Billy Jim, how many times have I told you not to leave your barnyard pets lying around? <laughs> but Hillbilly Jim only has a hog. He doesn't have a horse. Oh, my so, God. If there's uh, anything that this episode did, there was a, just a just a complete and utter positive effect for the world. It's the sheer number of angry Hulk Hogan lines about horses that we got. Because I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to drop yeah. a few right now because it, it, here's a few things that Hulk Hogan says. Shoo, go away, horse. The Hulkster has spoken. Horses, who needs them? They're just a pain. But you're getting on my nerves, horse. Hey, you crazy horse. Get off my Hulkmobile. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, I have mostly quotes written down as my notes for this. It's basically just oh. quotes. But at uh, one point, there, there's I don't even know these wrestlers, right? Like it doesn't matter. I know Junkyard Dog, and I know like uh, Andre the Andre Giant. The, Giant. The, re the rest of them I don't know by name, but one of them, Captain Lou uh, Albano, Mario. <laughs> but they try a bunch of things to get rid of this horse, and at one point, one of the guys goes, "Hey, I have an idea. I saw this in a cowboy movie once," and he just ties the horse to a tree. <laughs> which is such a amazing non-joke like oh. we also this mentioned it before but the horse does love to just snap at his ass just chew <laughs> chew up on that ass every what a time millennial. yeah he like bites it he tear it's it's like the um uh it was the copper tone girl who is it the 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 yeah, uh, yeah totally swimsuit uh mm -hmm. that's it yeah sunscreen thing mm -hmm. but it's a horse doing that to hulkster's ass um <laughs> and his he's wearing his leotard the whole time and so um, to be fair i might get a little per perturbed if a horse was eating my ass like groceries but right um <laughs> i get it i mean ask permission you know <laughs> oh uh, god th there's another also you had all those lines about angry hulk and horses but there's also a series of lines as well mixed in about just like let's boogie on a breakfast you guys i'm starving let's go get breakfast and now to get a nice breakfast ah oh, breakfast <laughs> finally like they just want breakfast so bad <laughs> <laughs> oh my god Shit. And meanwhile, these goons are, tr are tr driving around town trying to find this horse and maybe the girl, because maybe the girl will lead them to the horse, because clearly they, they only want the horse uh, for reasons we have no idea about until the very end. Uh, but the girl is sort of hiding and uh, and eventually she like like they they show up. The goons show up disguised as animal animal regulation officers and they're like. Uh, we need to confiscate your horse. And all the wrestlers are like, did you hear that? They're taking our horse. Yes. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah, it's a pretty funny they, twist. These goons go through so much trouble to get the horse. And the, and the holsters yeah. have been doing nothing but try to get rid of this horse. We're trying to ditch the horse. <laughs> yeah, they couldn't in be fact, happier. One, the goons have showed up to get rid of it. 
one attempt to get rid of the horse was, I believe it was Junkyard Dog who said, I hope horses like good old junkyard french fries. <laughs> Gets a big old bucket of french fries. Junkyard french fries. And uh, and Captain Lou Albano loves these dang french fries so much. He wants some junkyard french fries, too. Um <laughs> To the point that they both get scooped up by the goons in a in a uh, a garbage truck, um, and oh the goons God, do the... say that there's a for- the forklift is in the way. It's not a forklift. It's a it's a garbage it, truck. There's it's whatever those it's whatever you call the like big thing the at scoop? the front of the garbage. Yeah, the scoop. It's not thing. a forklift though. That's no no. That's you a, know, different, a, that's shape. a different machine. <laughs> I thought it was I thought it was really funny when they steal the garbage truck. They they just jump in the garbage truck while the 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 garbage man is doing something. <laughs> and the something. garbage man is not. He says, "You come back with my trash." Hey, come back with my trash. Kind of want that in our come theme back song. With my trash. My brown gold. <laughs> <laughs> oh, never mind the truck. Yeah. Um, so there's a big chase sequence that's really fun, and uh, you know they end up on a like train tracks, and there's a train that's going to hit the trailer that has the horse and the kid in it, and oh no, but they get it in time. But the, the goons have stolen Hulk's Hulk mobile, and so they like drive down. Yeah, they're, they're and what, a pile in the junk wagon. Yeah, they they get in the <laughs> yeah they get in this in, in junkyard dog's car, which looks like a like a rickety old shack on top of a pickup truck. But uh, this this is the most amazing part of the episode to me. I love it. It looks like we're gearing up for a big car chase. And there's a couple shots back and forth of the goons in Hulk's car and all the rest of them in Junkyard's car. And then they just stop. And where the camera sort of backs up and we realize that Andre the Giant has just leaned out and grabbed the other car and then they parked. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the end of the chase, man. Andre just grabbed your car. It's so good. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Um, and then um, for some reason, I'm trying to remember. I mean, the Hulkster is is angry because they stole the Hulkmobile and he says nobody steals the Hulkster's wheels. Um, <laughs> but he does wind up in a pond. Zinga. He winds up in a pond and another like surreal joke happens where yeah, an announcer, a wrestling announcer pops out of the lake. This is sort of the like the lowest Like a point. lady of the lake, but he's. Uh, yeah. He's, he's, he's a, a wrestling, wrestling announcer. announcer. <laughs> just like. Hulk, it doesn't look like you're having a very good day. Hulk just spits water in his face. And then, yeah. and then we never see that guy again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's funny. Okay. <laughs> I, I lied earlier when I said that other thing was my favorite part in the episode because I just remembered the other part. So they they realize that the goons have gotten away and they meet Amy. So we find out yeah. that this girl's name is Amy, uh, Amy Kuramoto. And this, her, this is her horse. The horse's name is Pickpocket. And she's been trying to find Hulk Hogan so that he can protect her horse because these goons are trying to get her horse. And, you know, so then they all have this really like nice oh moment and she hugs Hulk Hogan. And Wendy, the only lady in the group, says, don't you think we better report this to the police? And (laughs) immediately I expect him to be like, no, we got to do this ourselves, you know, because this is a show about Hulk Hogan and his cronies. Right. But no, we cut immediately to the police. They've all shown up at the police office and they're describing the problem. (laughs) But the police officer is not understanding because they're saying it in a bad way that kind of sounds like they're describing one missing person with four legs and she's 14 and her name's Amy. And so they confuse the shit out of this police officer. And he's like, wait a minute. And finally, Hulk Hogan goes, this will take too long to explain again. We better see what we can do. So they just leave <laughs> and forget about the police. <laughs> because they don't want to bother explaining it again. <laughs> <laughs> because the very simple way to explain a girl and her horse are missing is, look, this is getting nowhere. <laughs> We're tired of doing this bizarre, like, uh, Laurel and Hardy, like, bit. <laughs> I can't even describe to you how much I find this funny. What a good bit. What a, it's such a funny playing with structure moment. I just love yeah. it. God. Yeah. Hulk Hogan's rock and wrestling. Where'd you, where you been all my life? <laughs> oh. I don't know, the rest of the episode doesn't even matter. They they find the they find the goons. They they kind of do a they kind of do a little bit of a Star Trek plotting where they spend the last two minutes just wrapping up all of the plot. Mm-hmm. Well, what I will say, what I, I the 
the thing that I sort of got the most catharsis out of, uh, a little bit of actual catharsis, was Hulk finally getting on the horse to save the day. They have the yeah, horse back, have but Amy has still captured by the goons. And uh, he has to ride the horse, and he says, oh no, horses and Hulksters don't mix. Um, <laughs> but he eventually gets on, and then he's on the wrong way, and he you know, gets on the right way and then he's writing and galloping valiantly with the music and he Yeah, the theme song comes in like a whole anime moment. Ah, oh, that feel when the theme song comes in. Yeah, and he's like Hulkster's coming to save the day and he crashes through a like like a gate <laughs> and he has the striped bar of for, for a gate and then he's like a jouster. Like he's like a knight. Yeah. Joust Unfortunately, he doesn't actually joust anything, but for a hot no. second, he looks like a joust. No, but night. visually, it's visually it's rewarding. It's rewarding yeah. and it's satisfying. And then they cut away, and he's he's entered in, and then he's got the the gate pole is gone, and yeah. we lose we lose any sort of fun thing he could have done with it. But it was yeah, it was gonna be cool. Uh, and then he he arrives and I guess just fights everybody. Yeah, and. There's a really conveniently placed barrel of quick drying foam that's that really yeah, like sprays it's, onto it's, a goon. It's 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 a thing that in a in a show that hadn't been ratcheting up the absurdity this whole time would have been a really annoying MacGuffin-y end to a fight mm-hmm. that uh, kind of played in Hulk Hogan. It's still a little silly, but it plays totally plays here like '60s Batman. Sort yeah. Of. Shark uh, repellent, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if there's one thing that I would complain about in this show is that there's no wrestling, right? I mean... Not really, no. We... These guys are... And that's kind of the delight that, like... Mm-hmm. W- because they're good wrestlers. So I yeah. love seeing them, again, outside of that <laughs> element. Just trying to solve, solve a crime problems. is just way more fun. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Yeah, it's really, um, it's really funny. Now, the cops do finally show up. Mm, um, yes. And then we finally understand why these goons actually wanted this horse, because they are diamond thieves. He ate a bag thieves. of diamonds. <laughs> and he, he ate a bag, he of, ate a diamonds, bag of diamonds, so they have to sort of tickle the horse enough to get him to cough up this bag of diamonds <laughs> and uh, and save the day, I guess. When uh, Which wrestler is it that starts massaging him, the horse? Yeah. I don't even know, but it's Well, one really of the wrestlers funny. does. I thought, I thought, I legitimately thought... We were going to get a horse, like just a just a giant pile of horse shit. That oh, somebody I know. Was, like, because he's really caressing this 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 horse's tummy. <laughs> but somehow the tummy caresses made him just barf up that little bag like a bleh. I just got there. It's Andre the Giant doing it. Yeah. God. So this is actually kind of crazy. But so I just very recently saw the movie Birds of Prey, the Harley Quinn DC oh, okay. Birds of Prey. Okay. And there are a lot of plot elements to that that are strikingly, strikingly similar to this episode about (laughs) uh, being denied breakfast, being on a chase and then a diamond being swallowed. And dang. uh, So I I don't know. I'm not going to say this inspired Birds of Prey, but it probably did. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, God. What an what an amazing piece of of. American entertainment. Americana? Yeah. yeah. I'm a real American. <laughs> the rights of every man. There you go. That's the Hulkster. <laughs> I think this is so far, this is our best show. This is a real banger. This is a show I would love to watch more of. Uh-huh. Same. Uh-huh. Same. Put yeah. this on the list. Oh my Please. God. Please. Well, you know, we've had a lot of fun today, uh, and I know we got some unanswered questions, but I'm going to answer those questions with a theory. A Big Bang Theory. Oh! oh. Good, that's exactly what I wanted. This is, this is <laughs> Say the name of the me. show. Say the name of the show. <laughs> Big Bang Theory. Big Bang Theory. Let me out of the box. Let me out of the TV. <clears throat> Ten more seasons. No! <laughs> Make you'll a be, small buddy, child You'll be a it. shriveled old raisin when I'm done with you. <laughs> Grandpa Sheldon. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so this is uh, first. The, last week we had Dave on and we watched Pro Stars. It was a lot of fun. It was perhaps the most traditional of the American sports cartoons. Maybe the one that you would own. The only, if, you, if, if you asked a, a random person, it was 
somewhat name familiar with cartoons, cartoon. like name a sports cartoon, they would probably say Pro Stars, right? They would probably uh, say the Mighty Ducks or Rocket Power. Yeah, they might power, say Mighty Ducks. Ugh, Rocket Power. We're not watching that in this arc if I have any. Doesn't to really say about count. It. Nope. <laughs> Extreme rollerblading. Sports sports. Hot take. Rollerblading isn't a sport. <laughs> well, I mean, we did just watch a wrestling show, so I don't think we should sort of count those chickens or whatever the metaphor is. But okay. um, but last week was really fun. This week, I don't think completely we blew it out of the water. Chickens. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing over there? You better not be counting my chickens. <laughs> Government doesn't need to know how many chickens I have. Um, no, no, I think this, this, this week's crop of sports shows completely just set the bar so high. Uh, Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling is the show to beat in our March Madness bracket. 100%. Yeah, they're Holy at top seed. Shit. <laughs> God damn. Uh, I don't know what we're watching next week. That's a legitimate, honest thing. We have to talk about it as soon as we're done recording. But I, I truly don't know how something can beat Hulk Hogan. Um, God, that was amazing. Yeah. Bazinga. Uh, Bazinga. Bazinga. <laughs> Bazinga to all and to all a good night. All hail. All hail. And thank you to our special guest, Jim Parsons, uh, for <laughs> being our special guest. And he knows what he did. <laughs> uh, thanks. Thanks for thanks for sticking around with us. Uh, we're going to have more March Madness next week. And we're going to see you next Tuesday. Yeah.